Alrighty. Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to episode 8 of the TJ Mesita Show. I am of course your host TJ Mesita, excited to be here, pumped up about life, and today for the first time ever, I have a guest, and it is my beautiful, amazing, super talented wife, Brooke, <laughs> and we are also in our home, so welcome to the Mesita's house. Uh, we're excited to be here. You might see a bunch of cats walking around because we have quite a few, and we're watching June on the monitor, making sure that she stays napping this whole episode so we don't get interrupted. And today, like I said in two episodes ago, episode six, uh, I would spend a few episodes this year talking about photography and bring Brooke into some of those episodes and just talk about photography because we spent seven years being wedding photographers very successfully, but we moved on from that stage of life to focus on walk and love, and we feel like we have knowledge to share. So today I brought Brooke in uh, because she gets a lot of questions, I get a lot of questions for her, and I figured I'd just ask her some of those questions and she could answer them for, for you guys, and hopefully it will help you young photographers out there, you middle of the road photographers, whatever you are, wherever you are, hopefully it'll help you. Um, plus you can just see our dynamic relationship on camera. <laughs> We're totally making out after this. Um, anyways, let's jump in with the first question that we get so often. It's kind of a simple one to get you started. What is the gear that you use for shooting photos, portraits, stuff. wedding stuff, everything from yeah. the camera to the lenses and I think even into the editing software that you use? So I shoot... Um pretty much exclusively with the Canon Mark III's. I have two of them. And then I have a 35 lens and a 50 lens. And both of those lenses are fixed lenses, which if you're new to this, it means they don't zoom. You can't twist it and it zooms in and zooms out. Um, it is what it is. So you have to zoom with your feet. You have to move closer physically to your subject or further away. And that is advice that you would give people, oh, correct? I, well, yeah. That's a, one piece of advice right there, yeah. definitely. If you can move closer or further away, always do that over zooming in your camera. Um, so yeah, Canon Mark III's, a 50 and a 35 lens, and then I edit in Photoshop with Visco um, and some other actions that we've created over time. And then my other main tool for shooting stuff is my iPhone. Um, all, almost everything on the Walk and Love Instagram is shot with my iPhone. Um, and then on my personal blog and my Instagram as well. Uh, if you scroll back far enough where you get to weddings, obviously, that's, photos, that's yeah. a Canon camera. But um, yeah, even everything I've been blogging lately, like recipes and things like that, it's all my phone. It's amazing. And, and I love it so uh, fast. One of the things that I think surprises people when they contact you and ask you some of these gear questions mm -hmm. is that you, you only use a 35 and you only use a 50, which... If yeah. you've ever been to a wedding and you've it's seen a photographer with like 15 cameras strapped to them and yeah. all these lenses, you kind of find that silly. Why do you only use those two lenses and why, why do you think it helps you uh, be, a, be the photographer that you are um, when some people might get caught up on like, I need this lens and this lens yeah. and this lens and this yeah. lens and this thing and, and this doodad? Yeah. Well, initially, those were the two really nice lenses we bought, a 35 you know, because it's very wide and it's very crisp and clear and you can, um, we really bought it a lot for like bridal parties. You know, if somebody has 10 people on each side and I'm, you know, in a tight alley, like I can't back up far enough. So having the nice wide 35 was perfect. But if I would get really close to like a bride and groom portrait or a subject, it can start to get a little like weird like and like yeah. warped on the ends. And that is not flattering at all. So we got the 50. Um, which is like the perfect portrait lens. Um, most stuff you see editorial is shot with a 50. 
And so I always had that combination. And at first it was just, it's what we had. We didn't have anything else. But then when we would have even had the, the chance or the money or whatever to upgrade and get other lenses, you just don't need them. Mm -hmm. It had become such a part of my style to just shoot everything I do with one or the other. Um, I'm never switching like out, you know, out live. It allows you to shoot faster too, because if something pops so up at a wedding, faster. you're not trying to put the perfect lens on. You mm -hmm. kind of know what you're going to use and you just yeah. grab the body, the camera with it. Even when I would shoot, like even my second shooter, whatever lens I have, they have the opposite. Mm -hmm. It's not like I have both on me at the same time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, very, very rarely. Now, like, who was your favorite second my, shooter that you ever the had? The most handsome second shooter I ever had. What's this guy? If I knew how to, I'd do like a little... Like a T-shirt? Yeah, but I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the 35 or the 50. Um, okay, one other question that we get a lot is like, how are you so good? What do you? What is your mindset when you're shooting weddings uh, or shooting portraits? Or what do you... I guess that that's the question is like, how do you come up with the ideas of mm -hmm. what you're shooting or how you're shooting it? Yeah. Let's start with the wedding world and the portrait world because you spent a lot of time there, and then we'll transition into kind of the more the commercial world where yeah. you are now. Well, the wedding world, even the portrait world somewhat, so senior photos, family photos, which I never did much of, and then I, now I really don't at all. Um, there, especially weddings, there's not much you can do to control it. You know, so obviously I show up with a few ideas in mind, and maybe I've met them or shot their engagements, or I've been to their venue, or whatever, this and that. But most weddings, you just, I think the mindset you need to have is be comfortable enough in your ability to photograph anything that you literally just go with the flow. Mm -hmm. um, and I certainly direct people and tell people where to stand or suggest that they move into a different window or something like that. But, you know, it's, it really, it's the wedding. So it's really about each specific wedding mm -hmm. and what their vibe is and how they interact with each other. And, mm -hmm. One thing I was always impressed with when, when I would watch Brooke, because I second shot for her for six years, hundreds of weddings, whatever, <laughs> is that so often you go to a wedding venue and photographers are, are not photographers, the planner is like, there is a gazebo over there and then people like to shoot over there. And Brooke would just kind of be like, okay, and then take them wherever she wanted to because that's not creative, that's not the artistic style that you would want. And so yeah. you would kind of try to push people away from some of those more cheesy traditional locations at a venue and kind of like I remember I really specifically remember this one photo we took of a bride and groom one time that was literally in front of a bunch of like really tall weeds and if you you know but it ended up looking beautiful and it was uh, like yeah. blown out and it was all cool and I was, was like that where yeah. the light was and instead of being like let's go over to the gazebo and have everybody be like pompous like <laughs> that you know you would push them to be other places which well, I if that's do. your natural style to shoot more like i would i always felt like they hired you know they probably looked through dozens yeah. of wedding photographers and they ended up picking me so if i start listening to the you know the mother or or the planner <laughs> or somebody i mean hey yeah. respect yeah. the mother for yeah. sure but like most likely they pick me for my style and so i shouldn't show up and then exactly shoot in front of the lake and the gazebo and the blinding sun in the middle of a golf course like it's not what i do yeah. and i've shot enough and i'm comfortable enough and i know how to talk to the client talk to the bride and groom enough to really really get them to trust me so when i say you know what we're not going to do that we're going to go yeah. hike out here 15 minutes and i'm going to be really far away from you it's like yeah. a good bedside manner, they, basically. Yeah, that you basically. kind of are like, 
subtly suggesting that their idea is terrible and yours is better. <laughs> and most times they really do want to know yeah. you my idea. You Absolutely. Know, they've never they got married before. Yeah. They've never had this done before. You know, I've been to hundreds of weddings. So that, that's something that as a photographer you get a lot. Like we've yeah. we've done so much stuff at weddings yep. that have nothing to do with yep. photos. And it absolutely helped our business. Yep. You served some I cake. Served, I cut cake, cake, the cake one, one time, time because the caterer like disappeared and there was all these sheet cake that sheet cake <laughs> that needed to be cut. And so I'm just there cutting with my camera strapped around me, passing it out. Oh, I've done bride's hair. I've made bouquets. I've made flower crowns. Yep. And obviously always ask, like, is it okay that I'm not yep. doing my job you hired me for to do this? But most yeah. times they're just so grateful that you have a vision and an opinion and you're helpful that they're just super pumped up and we always stayed calm whenever no matter uh, yeah. what was happening we would always try to just stay as calm as possible and just be as upbeat and positive as possible yeah um yeah so yeah. The, so the, so the, uh, another question that you, we get a lot for you is where do you get your inspiration from i get that question so much about mm -hmm. walk in love and about my design style and 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 the t-shirt element of it but you handle for those of you that you don't know in the business with walk in love brooke and i both do it we both do it full time. It's our job. Uh, one of us watches June. The, if if one of us is watching June, the other one's usually working on walking love and vice versa. Um, but but I handle more of the vision, big picture, uh, ideas slash business side of things. Um, where Brooke handles more of the creative, like she runs the Instagram, she does all the email marketing, she does the blogging, etc. More of the visual side of it. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people will ask us, where do we get our creative inspiration from? And for me, I kind of have answers to that, but I'd like you to answer that question more specifically with the photo elements. Mm -hmm. um, but at first, I'd like to ask, ask you that question for those, uh, those people who are watching who are wedding photographers or portrait photographers. Where did you get your inspiration when you were doing that? And yeah. now, we're, now has it changed? Do you get it from somewhere else, yeah. et cetera? So when I was doing weddings, I would have little spells, like a few days at a time or a week at a time, where I would look at other photographers' work. Um, but that's a... That's a tricky game to start playing uh, with yourself and then comparison and, you know, like I know I only blogged the best of my best weddings. And so obviously if you look at my stuff, you're like, oh my gosh, every wedding she's ever shot is beautiful. You're like, whoa. And, there, and there's another little tip for yeah, photographers. Yeah, like especially when you're starting out, if you don't, I always said if I don't want to shoot it again, I'm not going to blog it. And there's certainly some stuff that didn't get blogged for other reasons and all sorts of stuff or did get blogged for other reasons, but... But you were going after a specific type of client, mm -hmm. and you wanted that type of client to be attracted to the certain type of work that you saw that you were posting. But, um, but I very rarely looked, looked, look at other wedding photographers' work. It's just hard. It's hard to see. It's hard to know where you fall into all that and not get all caught up in that. So I would look at it from time Which to was one of my for tips for young specific. photographers. Mm -hmm. Don't get involved in the game. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, if I needed something specific, like, oh my gosh, I have a, you know, 28 person wedding party, like, I would look that up and see, like, what do other people do? I don't know what to do. But outside of that, I really wouldn't. When I was doing weddings, I was looking at, you know, free people's catalog and Target's marketing and food photos. You know, I knew I had my portraits down. I could handle the family photos, the bride and groom, the bridal party, and the getting ready. But when it came to, like, details being different than just, where they were on the table every time, or the bouquet, or the shoes, you know. Like, yeah, the shoes. One of my favorite shoe photos I ever took, I, I slightly modeled off of a an Aldo ad, a mm -hmm. shoe company. Yeah. Like, you know, and I had gathered all the riding for their bridal party shoes, and it was just so different from 
from any of the other stuff I'd ever seen. But now that I do walk and love stuff, I'm still looking at like companies bigger than us, um, like national companies. But I'm also like what are some of your favorite to, to look on, um, on Pinterest or Google search image yeah, search or whatever? Recently American Eagle has been killing it. I don't know who they Way are and who they who they changed. But in the last five years they have gone from like meh mm. like when I was in high school to like whoa, every photo they take is so beautiful. Clink. Um Love Pack Sun, Love Billabong. I look at a lot of the places that are physically warm. Oh, so jealous. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um but I've also been looking at more stuff that's just weirder. Experimental. More experimental. Yeah. Like, I kind of had this realization in the last few months that, like, now that I only do walk and love photos um, or personal photos, like, I am my own client. Like, I don't have to be like, well, here's what I do. Yeah. Do it for you. You know, um, I do whatever I want, which is why I love this job so much. But, so, yeah, I've been doing some different stuff or I've been gearing up to do some different stuff, which is exciting and I gave you know you, you watched my episode on 10 tips for young photographers mm -hmm. is there anything that you'd like to add to that as we finish up episode 8 what mm. add to the 10 tips yeah or just uh, emphasize or you know if, if a photographer came to you say I'm a young photographer and I'm like mm -hmm. if you could just tell me like one thing what would it be or you know two things well, or whatever I, the types of messages I do get from other photographers a lot are like I just don't know what my own style is. I can't figure it out. I really love this person's work and I really love this person's work and they're totally different and I wanna be both. And honestly, my advice lately is like, then be both. Like, you're getting caught up in that probably because you're looking at too many other people's work yep. and not thinking about what you love, what you love shooting, what brings you joy. When you take that photo and you look at the back of your screen, you're just like, that's it, right there. That's the money shot. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if it looks like this person or this person. Hopefully it looks like you yep. and your style. Um, and yep. I, that can just, that literally just takes time yep. to figure out. Mine has evolved significantly um, over time, and that's not bad. That's that's yeah. me as a person. Mm -hmm. like, and even walking loves t-shirts like there are some shirts that we print in the past that we can never print again um, and that's all just kind of the creative journey in general is just finding your voice finding what works for you and, and it changes over time um, but I, I agree with Brooke you know stay away from constantly looking at other people's work I get that question all the time about t-shirts like what shirts do you look at and I'm like uh, I look at the one I'm wearing and then I think about other ideas in my head um, yeah. And then I'll see like a no parking sign and I'll be like, oh, that looks kind of cool. I like, I like those color combos or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, Sounds so cheesy, but inspiration is everywhere. Yeah. That. It really is, though. You just have to filter it through your, you know, system and figure out what's best for you and your brand. And So if someone made it to this through this whole episode uh -huh. and they're still watching and they're like, I need some sort of solid finish it off gung-ho so I'm gonna leave and take my camera and yeah. or my iPhone or whatever I have and go out and start shooting and doing something what would you tell that person I would tell them go shoot what makes you happy what you just love to do if that's your kid if that's your dog if that's your good-looking best friend on Instagram like you know find your stuff <laughs> DJ um, you know find your style over time don't be so hard on yourself um, it should be fun if it's your passion you should love it all the time don't yep you know don't internalize it too much. Yeah, awesome. Have a good time. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here, honey. Welcome. I so appreciate it. I don't, don't normally call you honey, but... Yeah, I don't think you've ever called me honey. How about that? 
Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. This is episode eight of the TJ Masita Show. I am, of course, your host, TJ Masitas. This is my wife, Brooke Masitas. You can find us on Instagram, TJ Masitas, T-J-M-O-U-S-E-T-I-S, Brooke Courtney. Her website is brookecourtney.com. Check it out. Obviously, it means so much from, to me if you like this video and shared it with your friends or commented, etc. If you have any more questions for Brooke, ask them, yeah. ask them because I think this could become a regular thing because, let's face it, she's got the looks. So <laughs> thank you so much for watching. As always, remember to live with passion and end with Jesus. Peace.